Hello, I'm Paul Cornell, and you're listening to Podcastica. Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 266, Daleks Invasion of Earth, 2150 AD. My name is John, and joining me every time we have a jazzy fight scene is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey, isn't that a swanky punch right there? <laughs> Oh my god. Nothing goodness. makes a fight scene better than jazz music. Like really high energy upbeat jazz music and we will talk more about that shortly. Oh, we we absolutely will. <laughs> we absolutely will. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Uh we are in that kind of last little stretch of of work and school before um Thanksgiving hits, uh, which I I'm kind of shocked because in a week, our youngest kid is going to be 11. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. Um, hot on the heels of that, Thanksgiving, literally on the heels of that, Christmas tree day. Um, I think I'm supposed to be putting lights up this weekend. Oh. Amber's like, I want to decorate a little early this year. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, All I right. think Sunday I'll be up a ladder hanging lights okay I make sure they still work yeah I, I feel like we had something up with our lights last year and i don't remember now but anywho Uh-oh. 2022 is racing away from us john how are you doing uh i am doing well um i am hanging in there lauren is in the middle of a three-week well at, at the tail end of a three-week production so it's basically been me and the pups for yeah for about three weeks so um it's been interesting it's been a it's, i'm sure yeah. uh but <laughs> we're almost we're almost at the end of that and then we uh yeah. you know and then thanksgiving and then yeah 2022 comes to an end and then Good heavens then we'll have to remember to put 23 instead of 22 yeah on i guess anything that i write the date on because it's I not know. checks yeah no don't have that problem anymore no, that was always the thing in school where you get back and you'd be like, oh, yep. I seem to have miswritten the date. That was like every oh dear. kid. Oh, dear me. Yep. It's not that year anymore. That was like every <laughs> every year. Like I say, look, Nigel, look, is it? Yes. Look, is it last year still? Look what I did. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's get to uh, what is uh, making us uh, happy this year, this uh, fortnight. Jeez, yeah, this year, wow, this fortnight. I was gonna say week, but uh, okay, I uh, forgot that it's yeah, been two okay. weeks. Time, time is weird. Yeah, Ugh. time is weird. Well, I, I don't know about you, but um, uh, what's making me happy is uh, last weekend we went with some friends up to an area of uh placerville placerville up north of sacramento along highway 50 there um getting into what are called the foothills of the sierra mountains um to an area called apple hill 
oh. where um, honestly, it's apparently a very large apple growing uh, region, and there are multiple farms, many multiple farms, um, probably almost two dozen that all kind of have little attractions, whether it's, you know, they, they bake a bunch of goods or they make really awesome cider or apple donuts. Um, oh boy. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. So I, I, uh, you know, Googled, oh boy, I gotta go to, there is apparently folks, there is a high, high hill ranch. Up yes. There. We, we went to high hill. Did you get a cider we, shake? Uh, did not get a cider shake. Oh my goodness. How far is this um, from? From where I'm going next week, <laughs> I, I was. I don't see where. Yeah, it's probably not that far. Oh my goodness! A cider from where shake. you're going to be. That's because it's so like two and a half hours from here. Lasserville to. Let's see here. Well, anyway, continue. It, I'm sorry. It's, it's going to be closer. Anyway, Forty minutes. Um, let's go. Oh yeah, dude, you got to go. Oh no, <laughs> you got to go. You got to go, please. Okay, I'll see what um, I can do. All right. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun and it, it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just the, the food, you know, a lot of places they had like, oh, here's like a little train ride. Here's like a petting zoo. Here's, you know, there, there was a yeah. whole bunch of different things, but what really surprised me, and I know that like for almost three years at this point, you know, we've ended every show with, with supporting your local artists and supporting your independent, um, you know, business people and stuff. One of the things that I noticed at a bunch of these different places is that a lot of local craftspeople would have, um, you know, tents or booths set up. So as people are coming through doing all this Apple related stuff, it was like, Oh, Hey, here's somebody who makes uh, bracelets. Oh, here's somebody who sells succulents or here's somebody who does woodworking and, you know, all these different things. So it was really cool you know, to be able to go through and not just support the place that we were at, but in in a few instances, you know, support local craftspeople right uh, in the area in in what they're doing and what they're making. So that was that was really cool. And then the other thing that's making me happy um, is that uh, Greg and Dana Newkirk of the Newkirk Museum of the Paranormal note the rebranding. They have started a podcast. Oh. They have started the Haunted Objects podcast. It is both on um, all your audio platforms. It is also on YouTube. Um, And it is so good. Nice. It is so good because, one, they're so knowledgeable about the artifacts in their museum, but they're not so serious about themselves Uh (laughs) that it's like... You know, it's not like you're watching like Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel or something like that. It's right. it's there's there is a a curiosity over fear with it. Um and yeah, they've got they've got two episodes out now. Um both are great and I'm going to highly 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 recommend it. Excellent. Yeah. What about Excellent. you? Excellent. Excellent. Um What is going on with what is making me happy this Um well or, or uh, Fort Fortnite. Oh boy, what is what is? I feel like I had something. Good. Well, something that is going to be making me happy is next next week. Uh, uh, we are we're packing up the pups and we're mm-hmm. we're headed up uh, north to Rockland to spend Thanksgiving with uh, my family. Yeah, so that should be fun. Should be a good time. Also next next weekend, uh, Lauren's going to Chicago Tardis. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, she is. Uh, 
she's going to be on a panel uh, or it's a Q&A and a, a screening for um, the documentary she's been working on. Yeah, so, that's fantastic. Yeah, that should be that should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking at who all is going to be there this year, and it looks like it's going to be a time. Um, but yeah, she's going to head out. Unfortunately, you know, we couldn't make it work, so I could so I could also go. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for her. It's called Indoctrinated. Um, yes. For anybody wondering, I'm trying to find the website right now, and I can't for the life of me. We'll put it in the show notes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen please. a trailer. I've seen I've seen cuts of it. Uh, it looks great. Um, a lot of hard work and love has gone into it. Nice. Um, indoctrinated. There you are. I found you. Hooray. I found you. Do you have a website? <clears throat> yeah, so they'll be there. It's going to be super cool and a lot of fun. And it's indoctrinated.com is the website. Um I don't know what the trailer trailers. It's going to be fun. Anyway, I'm excited for her for that. Uh, awesome. What else? Awesome. Uh, Warzone 2.0 comes out on Wednesday, which means I will get less sleep than I am getting now. Um, very excited for that. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. Why can't I think of anything else that is exciting that's, that's, that's going on right now? Well, I mean, life's crazy. Yeah, I guess uh, the Jets are doing well. That's good. Um, nice. You know what, Taylor? This doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but I bought a new Jets jersey, and I thought to myself, you know what? I should get one size bigger, you know, just in case. Um, and boy, oh boy, one size larger in in uh, football jerseys is like a parachute. It oh boy. absolutely wild. So I had to return it. Uh, I'm still waiting for them to, they have received it. They, I don't know if they've processed it yet. And I'm just like waiting. I'm like, can you just, so I can get the one size smaller that actually fits me. Like I, I can't even believe the size discrepancy anyway. So I'm excited for my soon to be nicely fitting jet jersey to be here yeah gosh you'd think it was women's sizes and dresses or something dude it, it was wild i put it on and lauren was like that looks really big what size i'm like it's just one size up nuts anyway yeah there you go one size plus shoulder pads yeah Ugh. i don't need them though no i'm all shoulders <laughs> a little bit <laughs> and i and i mean that with all the love of my heart oh yeah that's fine <laughs> all right yeah that's probably it for me all right. Tune in next week. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get to Dalek's invasion of Earth 2150 AD, we have some who news to get to. Yeah, we definitely do. And I know last episode we, we kind of talked about the regeneration scene and we're like, huh, the clothes regenerated too. I, and I, I speculated that, you know, maybe it had something to play into um the 60th anniversary uh as in like oh the universe changed or some sort of thing like that but no we actually have it revealed um russell t davies um i think the latest issue of doctor who magazine and it sounds like there's going to be good reason to actually start picking up it's doctor who magazine it's between got the now. new logo too yeah it's got the new logo there's apparently a comic series that is going to kind of bridge Oh, I see that. Um, yeah, bridge the um, the. 
the gap. power of the doctor. Yeah, the gap. <laughs> Mind the gap. <laughs> and uh, the 60th anniversary special. Um, but uh, Davies revealed that he was absolutely certain the clothes would regenerate with Tennant's return. And his reasoning is not something I would have considered before. But like once I read it, I was like, okay, I can, I, I can see that. Um, he said, I was very certain that I didn't want David to appear in Jody's costume. I think the notion of men dressing in women's clothes, quote unquote, the notion of drag is very delicate. I'm a huge fan of that culture and the dignity of that. It's truly a valuable thing, but it has to be done with immense thought and respect. With respect to Jody and her doctor, I think it can look like mockery when a straight man wears her clothes. To put a great big six-foot Scotsman into them looks like we're taking the mickey. Um, and so he basically was like, nope, the clothes are going to generate because, you know, the tabloids will grab hold of that image and, you know, the, the trolls and the bigots will grab hold of that image and they will run with it. And I don't want that. Huh. Okay. I get that. Um, yeah. I know. Personally speaking, I didn't find Jody's doctor's outfit all that like intensely feminine. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen the clip of her going around where she says, "This was made for you know, I want anybody uh, uh, to be able to wear what the doctor wears." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I that <laughs> that is not the direct quote. Um, I'm sure that's everyone has seen it. Yeah, but um, I. Yes, I get it. I I get it in this in the sense that like he didn't want to take any chances with. It. I mean and, that's fine, yeah. And and that's totally fine. And and that that may just be that may just be my own internal feelings on like Jody's outfit that this didn't occur to me, you know? And if this is the reason Russell is given to being like, look, I just just didn't even want to, you know, chance it, didn't want to give anybody any fodder for anything. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I am okay with that. Um, But hey, look at that. Had that answered within one episode of when we last recorded. Check that out. Yeah, love it. Um, Friend and friend of the show, Paul Cornell, if I can manage to make my mouth move in the correct (laughs) ways, is actually in the midst and very successfully even though uh, you may not have contributed to this listener's Go do it anyway, because there are some stretch goals. He is crowdfunding the conclusion to his Saucer Country comic uh, series, uh, and you can help out. I, I'll tell you this right now. Um, I've got Saucer State and Saucer Country as they are up to this point, mm-hmm. right? There's a whole final chapter, um, and I went ahead and supported this at the, I just, give me the whole full, like, 400-something page compendium when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I think I was like the eighth or ninth supporter oh, nice. uh, when this launched. And there is a link in the show note if you haven't seen me or the Podcastica account uh, sharing it. Um, they are currently at uh, $15,757 of 20000 that they're shooting for. Wow, that's great. 143 supporters. And uh, 24 days left uh, to to shoot. Love it for this. Yeah, it's it's doing great. Um, you know, I'm certainly boosting it because you know, compared to when this stuff first came out, I've got a lot more like saucer type friends. Yeah, I got a lot more weirdos in my life. So I'm like, hey, y'all, if you've never heard about this, go check this out. Go yeah. see if you can support. 
this if you're able to. Um, so yeah, like I said, link in the show notes. Uh, if you're interested at all in like old contacty lore and the the tale of a president who maybe has been abducted by aliens, uh, it's really really good. Um, and I would love to see it, you know, finished. I've always wanted to see the final chapter. So let's make it happen, folks. Oh, well, I mean, it looks like it's on on its way. It, it really is. It's it's man. I mean, it was. It was doing gangbusters when it first dropped. It was like, oh, hey, we're a quarter of the way there, and it's only been 24 hours. And it's like, wow, okay, yeah. people are excited for this. That's great. Very cool. That is great. Yeah. So I definitely I want to I want to poke a, for, a few more of my weirdo friends and try to have them boost it to their friends. It's like, let's get it out there. Let's get it out there. Yeah. Anywho. I already kind of mentioned this a little bit, but if you think you won't get any 14th Doctor stories, I'm getting more accustomed to saying that before <laughs> next year. Think again, because, yeah, like I kind of mentioned in the first news story, we do have a monthly comic strip uh, in Doctor Who magazine that's going to bridge between the end of Jody's run and, I don't know, the the beginning of Ten and Two's run? I don't know. We'll come up with a name for that. Anywho. Anywho. So yeah, I've got to start debating. Do I want to start try to start gathering out these Doctor Who magazines? Yeah, right. Um and they've got a little bit of the art, a little bit I think I've got one one panel from it in this article in the yeah. show notes. Um but one of the things that uh, Russell says, he says, from day one, I wanted to increase ties between the show and the magazine. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I love it when we're in sync. A lot of people will be thinking, David's not the real doctor. He's a trick, an illusion, a flashback. But no, he's real. And Doctor Who magazine can help us underline that. There you go. Guys, RTD gets it. He, Yeah, I mean... We had questions. He gives us immediate answers. I, look, I, I just I think he's a little bit more media savvy than, say, the previous administration. Yeah, yeah. Suffice it to say, you could say that. You know, it's it's the the understanding of the interconnectedness of print and audio and video and social media, such as it is these days. Yeah. Can you believe even that wasn't really that big a deal two weeks ago? Oh boy. <laughs> but we won't dive into what the mollusk has done recently. Yes. Um yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there there's a whole thing going on. I don't even think we've even talked about the fact, and I don't even have a news article in here about it, but it does appear as though the Budget for Doctor Who going forward is going to increase dramatically. Ah, yes. Um, again, I'm I'm kind of couching this just a little bit because I I don't have like an official source in front of me. Um, but there there is talk, and you compare it to some of the numbers that some of these other shows you know are costing per episode. Yeah, to make. And you know if if Doctor Who is in that like one to three million dollars an episode range and you get some of these other ones that are up here in like you know three times as much yeah per episode and you're gonna bring doctor who kind of up to just that triple the money 
level, it's it's going to be really interesting. I think um, I feel like it was Riley Silverman who did an article for Nerdist talking about like like this may be a whole new era. Like you'll have classic Who, you'll have modern Who, and this this will be like a a new new era for Doctor Who starting moving forward. Crazy. Yeah, it will be. It will be. And, and you know, and of course, all of that is. You know, we'll have to wait and see kind of how it plays out and, and, and what it looks like. And if there is suddenly now a, you know, multitude of shows that we'll all need to be following. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Russell has heard that we're running out of Doctor Who to watch for our show. <laughs> yes. and he's like, you know what? I'm going to help those podcastic lads out. Yeah. Give us and, that and uh, Paul McGann spinoff. Speaking of Paul McGann. Oh. Speaking of Paul McGann. I didn't even do uh, that on purpose. That no, hey, some of the best segues come naturally. Yes. Uh, apparently, the night of the doctor, right, with a fantastic seven minutes. Yes. Uh, has inspired a new big finish box set. Of course. Of course. Why not? Yeah. You can probably pre-order it right now, even. Um. So yeah, this um, we are gonna reunite the ill-fated cast. Mm. Uh, from that little clip, <clears throat> little clip. I'm sorry. That what minisode? Minisode. Is that the right term? Minisode. Yeah. Um, uh, with the time war avoiding eighth doctor. Um, so yeah, uh, Emma Campbell Jones, who played Cass, is coming back. Is going to join Paul McGann for a run of stories. Which yeah, <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? So here's the premise. Um. Uh, Paul McGann stars in three epic adventures as the Doctor, still attempting to avoid the Time Warriors' horrors and escape his inevitable fate of becoming a warrior. He's got a new companion, but has he met her before? Oh, it's the Clara. box set will contain <laughs> yes. Ex- well, it starts with a C. It must be. Oh no! Uh, the box set will contain four episodes. Uh, meanwhile, elsewhere, Vespertine uh, and a two-parter called Previously and Next Time. Or I guess previously next time. Oh. It's a two-part. Anyway. All right. I don't know. Um, in addition to cast, the Doctor also be joined by Alex Campbell, um, played by Sonny McGann, his cheeky great-grandson from a different universe. Oh, boy. Cliffhanger <laughs> ending of Time War 4, which I haven't listened to, so that probably explains my reaction. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, they, they sound excited to be back and to be doing this. Um I'm all for it. My God, why not? Why not? Let's go. Let's do it. I'm, yeah, it comes out January of 2023. Actually, sooner than I would have expected. That's fantastic. Uh, And not surprisingly, yes, indeed, you can absolutely pre-order it now. (laughs) Yeah, I clicked the link. It's there. (laughs) All right. Well, and if you didn't think that you had enough, you know, master stories with like Eric Roberts coming back. Yeah. To do, I got the second box set i just haven't listened to it yet i've been working on a they had had a they had a set of like eight doctor who unbound stories like like as a i don't know what you call it a box set oh yeah of eight stories and i was like oh i haven't listened to any of the unbound i'm gonna go ahead and get that and that's been that's been interesting i remember it's all alternate universe stuff it's a little weird at times kind of wrapping my head around it but i'm like oh okay (laughs) yeah okay well anyway I will listen to more Eric Roberts Masters soon, but hard on the heels of the announcement of Big Finish's new Fugitive Doctor Adventures comes news of another spinoff, Call Me Master. Yes. That's right. The inimitable Sasha Dewan uh, is coming 
to play the master for big finish. Love it. And I, my knees are a quiver with excitement uh, at this because his master is just so, I don't know, manically over the top. It's great. It is great. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love, I love Missy. Missy's got that kind of energy where it's like, I know you're horribly evil, but I will follow you to the ends of the universe. Yeah. Uh, Sasha's just this like, I don't know, energizer bunny of evil. And yeah, I'm very excited uh, to see. Uh, it's going to be two volumes and it is scheduled for, I'm looking here real quick. Do I not? I don't, does it say it? I'm. I thought it did. Let me click on one of the links and just see if it, nope, nope available TBA. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We don't know yet, but we don't it know. will be eventually. I just love that. Also, apparently, I didn't know that he had done Big Finish about 10 years ago. Uh, I think he'd said he was in some Torchwood episodes. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It was kind of funny. I just saw something the other day. David Tennant's first Doctor Who related role of any kind uh, was in the seventh Doctor Big Finish story, Colditz, which is actually the very first Big Finish story I ever bought. Oh, wow. I, you know what? I uh, wish I could remember my first Big Finish story that I bought, but it wasn't like I bought one. I bought, like, that table got me one, the first year. I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right. And they got me every year for a little while. And the last couple of years, I've been pretty good about not buying any physical media. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just go through the app. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm I just, right I don't now. I don't have space for CDs right now. It's bad enough that I'm buying all like the the modern Who yeah. DVDs yeah. plus now some of the the classic Blu-rays. Yeah, I don't have room for CDs. Sorry. Yeah, but I'll always get your digital downloads. Big finish. I love you. <laughs> all right. But yeah, I'm excited for Sasha. I I love that it's just like totally it, almost nearly immediately. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Very cool. Yeah, let's go. All right. Incl- uh, talking about let's go. Let's uh, let's get into Daleks Invasion. Oh, boy. I was going to say Invasion of Earth like we talked it's about. It's not. I know there's no articles. There's no prepositions in this title. Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD. That's so weird. Did I say? I've, I have I been saying of? You have been. I have been. I have. You have been. And I, I was for a while. I was even putting the at the beginning at first. And then I was like, wait, I looked at the, you know, TARDIS Wikia to do the notes. And I'm like, is that right? Is that really right? I looked at the DVD. Oh, that's right. Okay. Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD. All right. Well, Look, man, I mean, this, we might be, this might be the reason there wasn't a third Peter Cushing <laughs> film. Who knows? Well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it. It's starring Peter Cushing as Doctor Who, uh, Roberta uh, Tovey as Susan. Jill Curzon as Luis and Bernard mm-hmm. Cribbins as Tom Campbell. Uh, it was written by Milton Sabotsky and David Whitaker. Not related, I don't think. Probably not. Nope. <laughs> and directed by <laughs> Gordon Fleming. Uh, it was first released July 26, 1966, and it is the second of two Peter Cushing films. And we have, um, let's just say, a smidgen of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. 
that is that is fair because most of them is oh this actor played all these other roles in doctor who and this actor played all these other roles in doctor who but we'll get to those uh this film has at least two different spellings of its title assuming you actually you know don't add articles and prepositions yeah. into it dalek's invasion earth 2150 a.d uh where sorry a dot d dot uh which is used in the actual film's title sequence and well and it's worth noting in the first one i said there dalek's is plural possessive yes it's not something I can just easily demonstrate in an audio format. No, here. you cannot. <laughs> right. It, so here's the other one. Daleks, plural, not possessive, hyphen, Invasion Earth 2150 AD, which was used in the original film's trailer. Folks, even they weren't sure. They don't know. Nobody knows. How they wanted to title this film. Nobody knows. I would have added some articles and prepositions. Probably. Just to make it easy. Yeah. But maybe maybe they had to pay per letter on the posters. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Who knows? We'll never know. The film's original trailer had no direct references to Doctor Who, TARDIS, or Daleks. All right. Seems like, um, okay. Yeah. Sure. I know. I feel I'm, I'm uh, at this point in the, in the story notes, I'm a little concerned with how this movie is going to be. <laughs> but then I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, during the course of the movie, the Daleks are heard using RELs as a measurement of time, which would later be used in the comics and TV series. Yes, I feel like we've spoken of RELs. We have, but... I feel like we had a whole is, conversation about it. We did, I think, at Revolution of the Daleks? Maybe, yeah. Because I was like, I what, what, what the heck is a RELs? 1.2 seconds roughly yeah <laughs> um but, but but this this establishes that that rels existed in this movie before it existed in the tv show lore anywhere it's wild which which might be a first maybe yeah something coming from this kind of like you know a lot of people consider non-canonical film yeah and then becoming quote-unquote canon because look canon doesn't exist unless it's on the side of a pirate ship yes um anyway more than 40 years later co-star bernard cribbins returned to the world of doctor who not in what you think i'm gonna say but voicing a character for the 2007 big finish production uh audio drama horror of glam rock Mm. Uh, not Fang Rock, Clam Rock, and later, obviously, making several appearances and appearances to be yes as Wilf. Yay! Yay! Wilf, Wilf, Wilf. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Philip Madoc, who is in the movie, uh, later appeared in four stories: The Crotons, which we enjoyed; mm-hmm. The War Games, which we totally enjoyed; Absolutely, The Brain of Morbius, which is flipping bonkers yes and the power of Kroll, which still desperately deserves a remix of the uh, chant of Kroll. yes uh yep eddie powell who is in the film was later a stuntman on the deadly assassin uh i mean if this is the same we'll talk about it that man should we have will. been the stuntman for every, <laughs> every show ever yeah because holy moly we'll get to it we'll get to it we will indeed roger avon previously appeared as saladin in the crusade which is something we haven't watched mm. and uh, uh Daxstar in the daleks master plan which we haven't watched but apparently the very first episode of it aired uh on this day yesterday oh in i 
think 1965. I don't remember the year. Exactly. Isn't the Daleks master plan like 40 episodes? It's 12 parts. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. So we could do it if you want to spread it out over three episodes. Isn't it partly missing or do they have the whole Well, thing? yeah, you'd, you'd have oh, to Oh, boy. Yeah. You'd have to do uh, <laughs> reconstructions. Holy. You know, or I could get my kids to act it out with Legos. That Nine remain that. missing. Jeez. Oof. Nine. Two thirds. Yikes. Anyway. Yikes. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Jeffrey Cheshire also appeared as the Viking leader in the Time Meddler. We yes. like the Time Meddler. Uh, Garge in the Daleks Master Plan and Tracy in the Evasion. Okay. Uh, Steve Peters also appeared as an extra in the Romans, but then later as an Ice Warrior in the Seeds of Death, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Um, a pirate guard in the Space Pirates and a double role as an alien astronaut and Joe Lafee in the ambassadors of death. Have we watched that? I think, think we have. Let me look at, let me see here. Let Unless it was one of those pictures. days where it was like before traveling to galley and I just like watched Dr. Yo episodes at work. Shh, I don't actually do that. Course, I, I do not do recall. Well, I don't think we've watched this yet. Really? I will check. I need to and remind me uh, at a later date. I need to update our podcast episodes because we're falling behind again. All right, all right, fair. Um, I feel like we have, anyway, we have anyway. watched Ambassadors of Death. I have no okay. episode two hundred and twenty-two, so it technically wasn't that long ago. Uh, that's not, not true. really. That's kind of long ago. Two hundred and twenty-two. That might be three years ago. <laughs> well, uh, it would be a pinch over a year ago, at okay. an average of an episode every other week. Yeah, remember when we were doing episodes Still every weekly? week? Yeah. It was April 13th, 2021. Wow. Look Why at do you. I have no... Yeah, I pulled it up real quick. Why do I have no recollection of this? Um, I don't know. Did I not Doctor like story? it? I don't remember. It doesn't look... It looks like it was me and you. I don't see anybody else's name in here. Mm-mm. No, it was you and me for sure. Huh. Wow. I have no recollection of this, folks. I will... That's uh, okay. That's okay. Oh, well. Anyway... <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, lastly, Eileen Way also appeared as the old mother in An Unearthly Child all the way back at the wow. beginning. And Madame Corella in The Creature from the Pit. Creature from the Pit. All right. Well, yeah, fourth Doctor story. Yes. Okay. We're almost there, folks. <laughs> but before we get there, Taylor has a world famous synopsis for us. So take it away. I'll be entirely honest. This was This was another episode where I was like, how do I possibly encompass all this? But PC Tom Campbell, or Wilf to his friends, stumbles into the TARDIS after a bank heist goes down and Doctor Who and his family whisk him off to the 22nd century where the Daleks, just a ship of them, I guess, have taken over the world <laughs> or just part of England, I'm, I'm not sure, honestly, in order to drill to the center of the planet, eject the magnetic core, and turn the planet into a spaceship. Whoa. Why they had to pick Earth instead of a planet without intelligent life is way beyond me. Yes. Maybe we have low miles compared to other planets. Anywho, can Doctor Who, Susan, Louise, and Will uh, Tom defeat the Daleks, foil their plans, and save humanity? It's a rollicking, funky adventure in Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD, where we apparently don't use articles. <laughs> All right, Taylor. What did I'm you... sorry. I'm I'm a grammarian. No, I know. It's my job to be an editor. And anyway, go I, ahead. No, I get it. I, it the title <laughs> makes no sense. None. 
Taylor, uh, overall thoughts and feelings on Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD. That might be the last it, time I say the full title. <laughs> or the last time you say it correctly. Yeah. Uh, in all seriousness, I loved it. <laughs> I, fr- I think I actually like it better than the first Cushing film. Yeah. Um, which is really weird because I've got like the old Lionsgate DVD release, right? I don't have like the nice new right, like, right. Blu-ray remaster that they did. So disc one is the second film and disc two is the first film. Interesting. Yeah. It shows you amount of effort they were putting into this. <laughs> um, yeah. And anyway, anyway, um, I think, I think the fact that they set it on earth instead of Scarrow kind of like raises the stakes with the audience. Yeah. Um, and frankly, I loved the sets and I actually thought the action was really, really good. And we'll talk more about both of those. I know. Yes. Um, I will say that I also, I think I enjoyed, well, I don't think, I know I enjoyed this more than the first one. Um, I thought everything seemed to be, they like upped everything. It felt. Yeah. I mean, I would even say up the pace. <laughs> well, I don't too. know if I'd say that. <laughs> no, they, they did. I, but I, I think compared to the first one. Yeah. I think they did a little bit. I mean, yes, absolutely. There was still some times where like the map scene, uh, <laughs> it's just, just no, like, what uh, are we doing? I agree. That's not to say that the movie does not have slow parts. Right. 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 But yeah, I think, I think the action is definitely amped up in this one. Oh no, absolutely. The action is, I have to say, um, you you nailed it when you said like the the sets looked way better. I dare I say this is one of the best spaceships I've ever seen. I love this spaceship. The spaceship is so just. I could talk like, for an hour about the spaceship. It was like part flying saucer, part Cadillac. They, I mean, they absolutely nailed it. it uh, like mm-hmm. it, all the moving parts, and yes, it's 1966. Of course, we're going to still see the wires. I don't care. Um, it, right. It looked so cool. I, every time like every time it came on screen, I'm like, that just looks amazing. They just did such a good it's, job. It, it is. It's it's sleek. It is slick. You've got the counter rotating. Yes. Portions. I don't know. I don't know function. how those four little rock. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, balance. Yeah, maybe. Gyroscopes. Sure. I don't know how those four little rockets lifted anything up. Yes, that. <laughs> who cares? That's right? my one question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, whatever. <laughs> it looked amazing. Like it really did. You know, one thing, and this is not. Um, I'm trying to figure out because, and this doesn't have anything to do. Overall, I liked it. Um, I think there was some some parts where I was like, I'm bored. The middle for me kind of drug a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. just if we're talking overall, but while I was watching this, I was like, when did this come out? And I looked it up and obviously July 26, 1966 is when it came out. I believe, uh, if you look up the classic who series, uh, that is a, let me see. I had it up 66, right? Yeah. That's a season three. That is a week after season three ends. Wow. Yeah. And then the other one. Um, I think that came out a couple of weeks after season two. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, I'm like, what were they trying to do? It just seems weird that like, 
I would love to watch like a documentary on how these were presented and made, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because I, I'm just a one-off TV movie was produced. And, oh, that's different. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, um, <laughs> I, I flipped a nine. Yeah. Into a I would say that. That would, that would be 30 years. Later. Yeah. But I just, I don't, I'm like, what were we trying to accomplish? Were we trying? I don't know. I was just like, that was a side thought that I had. And I'm like, this is in color. And Doctor Who was still in black and white. Uh, yeah, that's right. I honestly, I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious to see what like the Blu-ray remastered, like Cushing films have in terms of bonus stuff, if anything. Yeah. I just wonder if there is any sort of, um, you know, documentary on these or any anything even like a youtube one somebody put one together i need to know like what were we what were we trying to accomplish because does uh, i mean does this would was this confusing like uh (laughs) back in the day but but you gotta remember like dalek mania was was in full swing well yeah and that shows the i mean that just yeah that shows how big the daleks were because (laughs) we were we had a TV show that was running at the same time that these movies have nothing to do with, but they had Daleks in them. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Um, anyway, that was yeah, a random, exactly. a random, random <laughs> thought I had during the viewing of this. But um, yeah. yeah, so we said the spaceship, absolutely fantastic. I, I could not get enough of it. I also, the sets were great. Um, like every set. The da- the Dalek bridge was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dalek closets were great. They put the, shoved them in the closet, not the you know, yes. closet. You've yes. passed the test. A plus. <laughs> now you are a robot. Um, the ru- oh the rubble set outside of the spaceship. Thank you. Yeah, was because there's very there's cool. One scene, yeah, there's one scene where some guys like like trying to run away. And and it's a very interactive set. Like he, yeah, it he was like a Nickelodeon course. It was Nickelodeon course. It was exactly like, right. um, oh no, I don't think that was. What was the two story house they had? That's going way back. It oh. had like a key. I think there was something like with a key in God. it. Nickelodeon oh, game show. But Jeez. like this this guy, he's running away, and the Daleks are like you know, shooting their gas at them because they hadn't developed lasers yet, I guess. Oh, boy, um, yeah. And he, like, he goes up a building, he goes, like, behind a wall, and he ultimately, like, falls and does this, just this amazing stunt fall. Like, it's, it is. Uh, it's, like, it's, it's like through an awning and, like, onto a ground. And, I mean, if you look closely, you could tell a mat's there, but there's also a bunch of, like, bricks around it too to kind of hide it and it really was a i mean for this era it was a really good stunt scene and then he gets completely like gassed by the oh yeah oh yeah he gets he gets wrecked it's not fun house that's not the game show i don't think so man what the heck that's gonna drive me nuts it'll come to you at like two in the morning yeah probably anyway but yeah this stunt man uh if that if that's eddie powell uh he needs to be in I'm sure there's a stuntman Hall of Fame just for this alone because it was the most yeah. absolutely ridiculous uh, looking stunt. Where I went, he's has to be injured, <laughs> right? We just that, yeah, they totally. just showed that to us. He is injured for sure. Yeah. Um, loved it, but yeah, all the sets looked amazing. Even our weird 
like, I guess, uh, what would you call the people they found in the woods? Was th- was this their equivalent of like like our like country bumpkin kind of people? Oh yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're they're just kind of like not all of them are necessarily survivors. Yeah, they're just because living. We, we've got like we've got like the soup ladies. Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm. I think I am referencing. And, and they do, they do look kind of a little country bumpkin like. Yeah, I mean they're holding the shotgun. Uh, so. Well, and that might be part of it. Yeah, that could be it. That might be part of it. I may just be letting my own, you know, tropes kind of influence that. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of these people at this point, they are just trying to get by after the the Daleks have decided to start a mining operation on Earth. Hmm. God, that sounds so familiar. I that Oh, man. I was like, wait a minute. We just did that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and just I happened. swear... I, I swear there's a story in, and I want to say it's classic who, and I don't necessarily think it's the Daleks, but I could be wrong where they try to t- turn a planet into a spaceship. I mean, yeah, that th- this feels like we've done this many a like, time, right? Where they just put a sad, just, it, a giant saddle on top of earth and then just put a rocket in the back. That's ex- that's exactly like, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's ex- saddles and rockets. Yeah, no, that, that that's that's about as atomic age as you can get, right there. Yeah, I mean, it, it just feels like every like fifteen years, they're like, Earth is a is a spaceship now. All right, let's do it. Yeah, um, yeah. The moon is an egg. The yes. Earth is a spaceship. Yes, I am the walrus. Oh, cuckoo, cuckoo. Indeed. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we we literally just just did that, but. Um, oh boy, we were talking about the sets. Yeah, two story Dalek little headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll talk about the the fights and other things in a little bit. We here. will. But speaking of sets, let's talk about the TARDIS interior. Yes, for a hot minute. Can I just say I think we need more TARDIS interiors? Russell T Davies, take notes because I know you're listening to the podcast because that's why you're making all this extra Doctor Who stuff. So we have more stuff to review. Thank you for that. Yes, thank you. We need we need more TARDIS interiors with neon inside. Yeah. There's a lot of neon going on. And there I, is a lot of neon. I mean maybe I'm forgetting already, but the the other side of the door is white. Yes. Which which is like, whoa, that's that was weird. I don't know why. I was just like, oh, this is strange. But the tar- the TARDIS exterior door opens outward. Yes. And I'm like, wait, what? That's the, <laughs> That's the movie. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's the movie. Everybody, everybody relax. Um, <laughs> I, and also we had, what else did we have here? We had like a bunch of like Bunsen burners and yep. a giant, like there, it, it honestly, it looks like they were like, we need more. What did what did they say in the Mystery Science Theater three thousand movie? Uh, oh. Like add more sciency noises, and it's kind yes. of that's kind of what it reminds me of. They it, they just they raided the prop department and it's like, hey, here's an oscilloscope. Yes, let's throw this in here. Hey, here's a Jacob's ladder. Let's get two of those. You know, yeah. Uh, here's something with big knobs and buttons and twisty things on it. Let's it yeah um i yeah. mean it looks cool though no I, I i like it just fine but there 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 are moments looking at that tardis interior 
where I feel like I'm looking inside a store at Valley Fair Mall when it first opened in the 80s. <laughs> Fair. Wow. Reference and, for and two. And that reference, three. yeah. Probably, if Seb's listening, it's a reference for three. I will also um, say this inside of the TARDIS for this movie looks way better than the conspiracy theory stringing together of Doctor Who and the Daleks. Oh my god, yes. Where oh, it's just like, about that. what in the heck is going on there? But this looks I, way, they, this looks cleaner. Looms. That's what it was, it was looms. Yes. Yarn everywhere and looms. Yeah. Yeah, yarn everywhere. It was, it's 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 very <laughs> weird, very strange. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any of the other sets that I I really enjoyed, but yeah, that Dalek, uh, I guess the command center, the the console room or whatever you want to call it, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Mm. I also um, thoroughly enjoyed the fight scenes that yes. happened at every twist and turn here. Not only were should they we, we... accompanied by jazz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Can we got to talk. Say, we got to talk about that too. Wow, there is a lot to yeah. talk about here. Oh, there is the music. I mean, oh, the, the music. The simple great. fact: the era of bongos in incidental music. Yes, I am just. I'm in heaven. Yeah, I love it. Oh. I absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, um, ev- literally, I think every fight scene moving forward should be set to like high tempo improvisational jazz. Oh man, yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The the whole entire score of this movie is is pretty bonkers in a good it way. It really is. I love it. It's a good bonkers. There is something about this era of of like movie soundtracks. Yeah. You know, we we've kind of like moved a little bit out of the orchestral. It's now like, hey, it's the '60s. We're hip. We're gonna try. We're gonna try something a little less traditional, and and it works really well. You know, this isn't like the weird music during like, oh God, what was it? Death to the Daleks, their doctor story, where we're like, this is like the completely the wrong music to make me fear the Daleks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. for some reason it works here. Hey, we're going to battle, you know? So it's, it's the battles improvisational. The music's improvisational. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so. And. There's a lot. Like, do we want to talk about the fights themselves? I, I kind of do. Uh, okay. But I think that, like, uh, I feel like the the best fight is the last fight where oh, yeah. we um, we have our robo guards mm-hmm. who, uh, what do they say? Prepare for where I have the line somewhere where it's like, oh, you've passed the test. Now you will be robotized or something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, just like okay um, yeah there's there's robotize and there's crunchitize crunchitize only happens with captain crunch mm, yes that's true that's very true um but yeah so basically we have daleks but we also have their robo human army which is just uh yeah they're like really really low rent cybermen uh, Pretty much, yeah. Like the lowest, they're, just, they have leather. They wear leather. It's it's not even leather. I think it's pleather. Put them in pleather. It's and their helmets are not as cool as the ones from um, Resurrection of the Daleks. No, these helmets they're fine though. I don't I don't think I really had an issue with them. No, 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 no. I didn't have an issue with them. Although the the whole like you know mirror shades aspect of yeah, them, that it was. Looked, Actually, it, it looked weird in the sense that I thought 
it would be uncomfortable to wear. Oh yeah, absolutely. They didn't look very comfortable to wear. Bernard Cribbins, no. when he put it on, was like, oh boy. Oh God. Okay, so let's just take a quick moment because I have a note here. Oh yes, the thrilling Robo Guy dinner time scene. Okay, what the? And I'm heck? like, really? What? Why is this here? Uh, it was just like so. I at first I was like, this is funny because. You know, he is trying to blend in and he's trying to follow in suit with them. Ha ha. It's a nice little funny break. And then the writers of this were like, well, what if they all had lunch? Uh, <laughs> it is. Yeah. I went. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like uh, him trying to fit in. That's like a trope, you know, like the guy trying to. F- oh, yeah. Uh, that happens yep. in a, a bunch yep. of movies. But now he's like trying to eat like peas the same as they are and i went this is so dumb and then they have nap time uh which is also weird like considering they were just completely murdering a bunch of people like (laughs) takes it out of you yeah so they all just tires a robo guy out took a nap um yeah that scene was utterly ridiculous it, it really was and then i went oh, okay this this is this is a bernard cribbins comedy scene and then it ultimately kind of just like becomes an i loves lucy sketch oh yeah and then so yeah he meets up with uh luis i believe <laughs> yeah and Louise, then yeah. he's like we gotta get out of here um and she goes whoops and accidentally hits like the the go fast button on these pills and peas <laughs> yeah and it's yeah, it becomes like a I love Lucy routine. And I, I will say, like, I did notice you could see the shadow of people throwing plates down. Oh, could you? I <laughs> yeah. Totally yeah. I mean, I whatever. I'm willing to overlook it. But it was, it was very funny just seeing like the shadow go up and down as plates were just flying out. And then we that's open fantastic. up like this airlock thing that is just like that seems not oh. safe for anyone. God, yes, the, 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 the debris chute. Yes. That thing was nuts. Yeah, that was wild. And then they ultimately climb out of it, and it literally just falls out the bottom of the saucer. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, seriously? So the Daleks are just, like, littering? They don't care. It's a spaceship to them. <laughs> well, and then at the same time, I went, why is it written in English? Yeah, that's true. Why would it matter? Right. But that's for our benefit. It's for the benefit of the audience. I guess it's just you a know. Peter Cushing movie. I should really just relax. <laughs> I mean, although I have to, I have to admit, I mean, I give the Daleks a lot of credit. The, the entire ship is ADA compliant. Yeah. They did a good job. They had ramps for everyone. Yeah. They did a very good job. Those ramps yeah. in the end and those railings didn't really help anybody. <laughs> well, yeah, there was that. <laughs> so, I mean, that fight scene at the end when, so I'm sorry, did I miss something or it, when, when uh, the Doctor, or I guess for Doctor Who, when Doctor Who right. grabs a hold of the PA system and is like, "Murder all the Daleks," was that? Um, was that? Was did something? Did I miss something? Um, or was I just, just I supposed to believe that that uh, PA system controlled the minds of all of the robotized people? So, okay, so on on the Daleks' big grand console on, on their ship with their, like, 1950s microphone. Yes. Which I was very kind of impressed that they incorporated that into the design. Yeah. <laughs> um, it I believe it does send commands 
to their robo guys. Okay. Now, just shouting into it um, that, um, you know, basically rise up and attack the Daleks. This command cannot be countermanded. No. I don't, I don't really, I don't think it works that way. I don't, so just shouting in that an order can't be countermanded makes it so. It's like the Twitter verification of this movie. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, at, at no, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I could easily sit there and nitpick it and be like, well, wait, why didn't the Daleks just shout something back? Like, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a MacGuffin. Yes. It's an absolute MacGuffin. It's like, oh, I'm going to say something and no take backsies. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just like everyone just starts attacking. Uh, they just start attacking the Daleks. Yeah. Um, and, and we, it is just, it's, it's chaos. Absolute chaos. It is. And it's, it's beautiful chaos. And we get great, we get a great fight scene. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Um, and I think we get a really cool scene or a little fight like choreography where the Dalek is fighting with someone and okay. you can see the struggle. Like the, the man has the Dalek's arms Mm-hmm. And then the Dalek uses, uh, I don't know what he does, but he, he kind of like twists and throws him down that big hole in the middle of the, the room. It was very oh, cool. The big borehole that they've, they've yes. dropped their like magnet bomb down. Yes. And he absolutely just uh, just throws him down there. It's, it's, it's very well. I was like, oh, that's very impressive. I really nice. enjoyed that. Um, and oh, man, there's so much other stuff that's happening. I mean, the Daleks well, I'm, falling I'm, down the hole is, is the best. Oh yeah, the the we've got Daleks falling down holes. We've got Daleks blowing up. We, we're completely neglecting the um, the small van that like ran down a bunch of Daleks. Oh yeah, so earlier on when yeah, <laughs> that's after our our favorite stunt man. Takes the yes. the craziest fall of all time. I, I'm still just in awe of it's, that. It's really it's a great scene. Yeah, but we we yeah we have the um, them just driving around, running over, running over uh, Daleks. Um, I also feel, oh that's during the we have to go get the doctor and everybody else, and right. that's when the, they flee the, the ship, and that's when yeah, we the, get. That guy who runs down the ramp and is like, yeah, and he jumps and double clotheslines two of the. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That that was terrific. I I loved that. That was out of control. That was absolutely over the top. And I loved every second of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was just going to say it. Doug Duggan will be proud of this film. Oh yeah, absolutely. We had that. We had uh, one of the Daleks just sliding down the ramp, falling over mm-hmm. and exploding. Yep. Which is just uh, very confusing. We oh, we also had they. So, okay, we're not we're not really going in any sort of order here, but we never do. That's fine. Uh, so the Daleks are on Earth. Um, and we have like the resistant fighters who are building like these little grenade bombs. Yes. That apparently no, just no. 
do nothing. For the listeners, we're jumping back to the first part of the film. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so uh, we had, so they, you know, we're like, we got to go free all of our, our friends or they're going to become <laughs> uh, like uh, leather or pleather platted robot people. Uh, and then we have yeah we have the whole big fight scene the double clothesline we're chucking bombs which are not doing anything by the no. way they don't which is funny because like a Dalek falls over and it explodes but these bombs they're just like not doing anything at all he must have been a pretty unstable Dalek let's admit it yeah I mean yeah he, he would have ended up in the asylum of the Daleks before long yeah I I assume so that's that has to have been what what happened uh, <laughs> it's just so weird um. And I'm trying to think where where else are we? We jump back. Oh, the double clothesline, the stunt, the bombs. There's mm-hmm. just a lot. Of, yes, Duggan would indeed be super proud of this episode as at every turn someone is just like, well, what if we just hit this thing or what if we just blew it up or what if we just yep. did this? And uh, it's it's great. Um <laughs> I will say, did you find that, because we had some side characters in here that were like, sure, I'll help you. Did you feel like there were too many like, aha, I'm actually working with the Daleks or I've sold you out? I feel like we had like back to back people who just sold our our cast out to the Daleks. You know, I I think you're right. Because we had our 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 soup people. Mm hmm. Who were just yep, like soup ladies? Who were like we had well, trench coat guy? We had trench coat guy who uh, I don't want to talk about trench coat guy at length, but we need to talk about how <laughs> that scene basically goes. Hey, come! I found something. Is it safe? Yes, uh, it wasn't. <laughs> um, and they take the doctor away, and trench coat guy's like, "See, I told you he was here." And no Dalek says anything, and he's like, "Uh oh." And gets into the cabin, <laughs> and they uh, give him a nice steam bath, and the entire cabin explodes, like yep, <laughs> insanely explodes. It's absolutely wild. Yeah, um, and it's fantastic. Uh, they hold on that for a while, which uh, uh-huh. I guess they wanted some Daleks in front of fire or something. I don't know. It looks dramatic. Yeah, it looks dramatic. Uh. One thing we haven't really talked about Bernard Cribbins that much in in this. Um, not 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 in depth. I do, I do love that it seems like whatever role he is in, he absolutely talks like Bernard Cribbins. Yes, like I'm I'm listening to Tom Campbell talk, and I'm like, wow, you sound a lot like Wolf. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you absolutely do sound like him. Um, but yeah, I I I don't know. I just thoroughly enjoyed watching watching him in a a much younger role um yeah he also um he he is a police officer um and we he gets into the tardis i think the way he gets into the tardis is very interesting because apparently so a crime has just happened and he's been hit uh i feel like in the back of the head and he's blown his little police whistle yeah um and he's like oh boy i gotta get to the thing and he finds the TARDIS and just opens the door. Mm-hmm. And then he sees that it's bigger on the inside and everyone's doing science experiments and he just falls over. And the doctor, instead of being like, 
we should maybe just sit here and check on him. They're like, well, he's coming with us. <laughs> um, but he seemed, he, I will say, uh, he seemed pretty okay with the whole thing. He definitely was a going along with the ride. Yeah, yeah, he kind was. Of person. It wasn't like, and I mean, certainly a lot of like, pff, time travel, but that's just silly. Yeah, you and, know, and, and then it turns out that he was indeed time traveling. Indeed, yes. As they as they step out into a a ruined London, but I did thoroughly enjoy but him. In I, this. I, it was great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 really he really was good, and it is I think a testament to him that I I now see him in this role, and I'm like, man, I want to watch other stuff that he's in. Yeah, I do too. You yeah. know. Um, I will. I will say this for the 22nd century. Their fashion is so retro; it's almost like they dress <laughs> like it's 1966. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, uh... I, I get that things come in cycles. Like, you know, high waisted jeans are back. I've seen people with like slight flares. It's like, oh man, the 90s meaning the 70s are back. Yeah. Um. So apparently, by the time you get to 2150 AD, 1966 is back in fashion. Yeah. Apparently. It's weird how that that happens. What's old is new again or something. Something like that. Something, something. Precisely. Okay, so I'm going to make a bold statement here. All right. I'm, I'm going I'm to throw out a crazy idea that this movie has, I don't know, convinced me I desire. I want to see a remake of Independence Day, but it's the Daleks invading. Oh. Hmm. I feel like it would kind of be like this movie that would be interesting but what would be the oh because they would just pretend that they were coming in peace but they're not got it yeah well i mean i'm 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 not working out the finer details i'm just saying here's here's a big movie it's the daleks showing up and there's gonna be lots of explosions yeah and so you're basically saying independence day took all of its action and exploding from this movie. Got and it. and Got I it. think did it not as good <laughs> as the explosions and falling and the, the you know, the magnet bomb crumpling Dalek. Okay, so yeah, let's, so basically it almost feels like we yada, yada, yada the end of this. And then they get captured and yada, 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 the magnets pull them into the thing and we win. Yeah, because basically the doctor's plan, I should start Doctor Who's plan, is to divert the bomb so it explodes and releases its, I don't know, super magnet power, which it says isn't going to harm humans, but mm, it might kind of mess with our brain. They're fine. Everyone's fine. They're fine. We're it's great. the future. We don't um, have to worry about it. <laughs> precisely. In the year 2150. <laughs> um, so, but, but his idea is that the, the magnet bomb will explode at just the right point to basically suck all the Daleks into the core of the planet. Yes. And suck or crush. If, yeah, if there is an idea more bonkers than that, I don't think I've heard it. No, I think that's uh, uh, that takes the cake. Yeah, I, I I definitely think it does. And so you know this 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 magnet bomb um, goes off. You know, wh- uh, Tom Campbell helps. Yes, you know, that, you know what I did. It. I did enjoy that 
where it was like mm-hmm. they looked at like we're all separated at, at basically most of the movie we're all separated and then we see him crawling up the tunnel and at that mm-hmm. moment doctor who looks down is like oh hey is that tom <laughs> what's he doing down there and basically does the whole like yes right now if this happens then I don't know what's going to go on with you guys. Wink down the hole. And Tom's like, ah, okay. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Which is great. I love that. Yeah, it is great. It goes off and and it literally is just like if all chaos had already broken out, it just goes to 11. Yes. And, you know, Daleks are trying to escape and they're getting like pulled backward at high speed. They're going rocketing down hallways and bursting through walls like the kool-aid man yes dude and 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 there's (laughs) one that i don't i don't know how they did the practical effect i made a gif out of it and it just it just crumples that that was great they did a really good job it's like there's just a stick inside and they pull down and the whole thing just yeah implodes on they did that incredible it was so good like the special effect team just effed up all these dollars. Yeah, it, it was, was great. Magnificent. Twirling down uh, off the second story. That was yep. great. They yep. must have had so much fun just pushing oh Daleks God. into a hole. <laughs> right? It was great. Right? But, um, you know, unfortunately, our favorite spaceship um, slowly tries to take off and leave. Yeah. And then slowly. I love that they were like, we want to save this model. Please do not. drop it and they're like okay so it's just like slowly snuggles into the opening of the the mine and then explodes yeah yeah and i presumably it's also the magnet bomb kind of pulling i assume that's what it was Um, how it's not pulling like cars or construction equipment yeah uh down in there too i don't know and then what stops it from just turning the earth inside <laughs> um hand wavium i guess that's fine <laughs> whatever you know it knows when evil has been uh destroyed <laughs> that's right it's uh, i will stop now <laughs> it's sentient magnetism um but anyway we you know we save the day we take we take wilf back to uh, moments before the robbery happens and yeah, he foils kind of it with time a little bit now we do because technically i feel well no because he got plucked out but then if he went back before then wouldn't he still show up he should yeah he should mm. but now we've created an alternate 1985 oh wait no no sorry wrong movie wrong, wrong movie yes so uh he, he foils it in the best way possible by punching the getaway driver and moving him <laughs> over to the next seat and as the building, you know, you, you you figure he might have wanted to stop the explosion uh, from happening. But uh, anyway, so and also now that I think about it, how did those two guys get out unscathed from a giant explosion <laughs> coming out of a building? I that's a good question. Anyway, uh, the two robbers come into the car and he hits them with a slapjack. Uh I don't know if that's the technical term, but that's the pro wrestling term that I'm using. Uh, Fair. He hits them with it as they both come in, and he drives away, and he's like, I'm going to get a promotion. Thanks, yep. aliens, and waves at them, and they all wave at him, uh, and uh, <laughs> our credits roll. Yeah, pretty much. 
And you know what? Okay, if we're if we're gonna mess with time and be like, oh, he's suddenly not there, but he is there because it's him from the future. Yeah. And I, look, if it gives us that ending, sure. Why the hell not? Yeah. Why the hell not? Love it so much. So worth seeing. Uh, yes. If you've what you watched it, you watched it on BritBox, right? I did watch it on BritBox because okay, I could so not find Brit my Box. DVD. Okay. Well, it is on DVD. It is apparently now also on Blu-ray, and it is also on BritBox. So it, there are plenty of options, folks, if you want to. Oh yeah, this is see this. This is absolute. I don't think we've done a like. Would you recommend this in a while? But this is absolutely worth it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's definitely a film of its time, but it has some bonkers <laughs> fun stuff in it. It totally does. Yeah, love it. Love, totally love. does. All right. Do we have anything else that we want to talk God, about? Not that I can think of. Yeah, I think not we. I, think I think we've given this movie. It's it's just it's just do. I can't believe that. There's some buttons. That cabin, it just exploded. Oh God, I know, right? Like he tried. He thought it would work. That was like um, three little pigs, kind of. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, three little pigs. Uh, Versus the Dalek. <laughs> yes. All right, let's hit some buttons. This one's going to be fun. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time for the double I mean, the list on this could go on and on for days. Uh, I, I mean, it starts seriously. starts out with the explosion and the fisticuffs. Yeah, uh, we got the robbers, ro- you know, explosion. Oh, you know what? One thing we didn't mention: the first hmm. appearance of a Dalek is it emerging from yes. the ocean? And yes. I was like, "That's that the so coolest good. thing!" <laughs> I love. Thank you that. for saying that. Oh, I, w- I would be upset tomorrow if I was editing this. I went, "Oh God, we didn't mention that." Yeah. Uh, anyway, loved really that. Did. That was very cool. Yes. Uh, we get one of the craziest stunts of all time. I think I'm yes. I'm okay with saying that on a recording because it so. looked brutal. Um, really, we have a bunch of Daleks exploding. We have <laughs> them like sliding down ramps and exploding. We have uh, that man double jump clotheslining those uh, robotized people. Lots yep. of fisticuff fights. Um, yep. We're just throwing bombs willy nilly at everything. Um, yeah, there's there's one scene where where a couple of the rebels are like trying to I think they're trying to get to like Watford I think is where they were going and they're like looking at a map and then all of a sudden they look up and there's two Robo guys and they like gun them down and they just go like calmly back to their map to their dusty map yes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's great too love that. you know obviously we we've we've got the killing a trench coat guy we've got literally like the whole last I don't know ten or fifteen minutes of the movie. Is just insane. Everyone's fighting. Everyone's exploding, chaos. falling down holes. Um, the ship goes. The yeah, ship, all of yeah. That. Uh, I mean, I'm. I am almost. You know what? I'm going ten. It's a ten. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I think it's that's definitely precisely where I'm at. A ten. It's a ten. Yeah, it's a ten. There we go. Put it in the in the in the history book. Yep. Give it a little trophy. Put it in the Hall of Fame. It's a 10, and it's exactly 10 o'clock as we say that. Oh, look at that. Well, then, let's uh, let's hit that other button. Yeah. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the coast scale. <laughs> 
All right, what do we, what do we think here? Uh, I'll be honest. To modern audiences, this really isn't scary at all. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's a couple of maybe kind of tense moments, but even then, I don't think there's anything like couch worthy. Nothing about this movie is going to make you jump behind the couch when the incidental music has bongos in it. When the fight scenes are set to jazz. Yeah. It's not, you're not going to go hiding behind the couch. <laughs> no. You're going to go, I want in on this action. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Boy, oh boy. Well. Man, I'm glad we finally did this. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a, I had a fun time with, with this uh, wacky movie. <laughs> Very wacky. All right, so. Next time, two weeks time, which we actually have to talk about because I, we might have to push by a day or two because I will be traveling back. Yeah. We'll just be coming off Thanksgiving weekend, won't we? Yes. So, um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But, uh, surprise, surprise, we will be watching the newly animated Abominable Snowmen. I am very excited for this. Um, we got our hands on it. We're going to watch it. We're going to have a good time, hopefully. Um, I'm <laughs> sure it's great. But it's starring Patrick Troughton as the doctor, Fraser Hines as Jamie, and Deborah Watling as Victoria. It was written by Mervyn Heisman and Henry Lincoln. And it was directed by Gerald Blake. That's how you have to say Gerald. Okay. I don't know why. But yeah, uh, that's exciting times. We, I, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm very excited. We love the animation. Hopefully, with yeah. the uh, the new budget that uh, Bad Wolf Entertainment has received, there and maybe some Disney, an- maybe they threw some Disney animators in there. Please, I'm just saying. All right. Well, uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well, please. Uh, also, if you just want to head on over to SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG, you can do that as well. You can find everything over there. Uh, it is, you know what? It's cold yeah. somehow. I don't know yeah. how it happened, but it's happening. Kind of Thirty-five this morning. Oh boy, I don't know what it rained heavily here last week. Mm-hmm. For a day, but it was still like I couldn't believe it. But I'm, what I'm saying is, we always want to mention you should buy a sweatshirt from shop.spreadshirt.com/slash notlg, and now we can officially say it is sweatshirt season. So go it check is. out tis all the of them. Yes, tis the season. Go check out all of our merchandise over there. Shop.spreadshirt.com/slash notlg. Uh, Patreon.com/slash notlg. This keeps the train moving. All night long, it helps fund our SoundCloud premium account and other various things, but mostly that. So, you know, the back catalog stays up and we keep on moving. Yep. Uh, but also, like Taylor mentioned, you know, earlier, support uh, support every local shop you can. Or go go get one of those cider shakes. I don't know. Go do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm make sure... Sure. I hear if you could do that. I gonna I'm gonna try. It might be uh it might be a journey, and they also might be closed because it'll be Thanksgiving week. So you'd be surprised, but definitely check first. Man, oh man, I want a cider shake. That sounds like uh, I saw it and I went, I need this. But uh, guys, <laughs> make sure you're supporting your local shops any way you can. Uh, you know, 
there's still I I don't know. My coworker said I heard a fifty percent uh cases uh, uptick now, and I went, don't tell me that. But uh, you know, just make sure you're supporting the local shops so they can stay in business and provide you with cool, cool things like cider shakes. I'm obsessed <laughs> with these cider shakes. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, join us. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. That means that we're closer to the end of the year and the start of a new year, which means we are so much closer to the 14th Doctor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Close, but no cigar. But anyway, uh, everyone have a great Thanksgiving. We will see you in two weeks' time when we talk about the abominable snowmen. We'll talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. After the the Daleks have decided to start a mining operation on Earth. Hmm. God, that sounds so familiar. I, that, oh man. I was like, wait a minute. We just did that.